Chapter 7 of The Blind Musician. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Blind Musician by Vladimir Korolenko. Chapter 7 Intuition. Part 1 when evelyn announced to the old yaskulskys her firm intention of marrying the blind man the old mother wept but the father after saying a prayer to the images declared that it was manifestly the will of god in due course of time therefore the wedding was celebrated now began a new and happy life for peter and yet it made no great change in him in his happiest moments there was a shade of sadness in his smile as if he felt the insecurity of his happiness when he was told that he was about to become a father he received the news with alarm still his present life absorbed as it was in anxiety for his wife and future child left him no time for brooding over the inevitable now and then in the midst of these cares the memory of that pitiful wail of the blind men would rise in his mind and wring his heart with pity and compassion thereby diverting his thoughts into a different channel the blind man had also lost to a certain extent his extreme sensitiveness to the outward impressions made by light and his mental activity was proportionately diminished the turbulent organic force within him lay for the moment dormant with no conscious effort of will on his part to rouse it into action or to combine his manifold sensations into one consistent whole but who can tell this interior calmness may have served to promote the work that was unconsciously to himself going on within him it may have facilitated the union of those vague sensations of light with his logical thoughts on the subject and the analogies between light and sound we know that in dreams the mind often creates images and ideas which it would be totally unable to produce by the agency of the will part two in the very same room where peter was born no sound could be heard save the wailing cry of an infant a few days had passed since its birth and evelyn was rapidly recovering but peter still seemed depressed as though weighed down by the presentiment of some impending misfortune the doctor taking the child in his arms carried him to the window quickly drawing aside the curtain and admitting a bright sunbeam into the room he took his instruments and bent at once over the boy peter was also in the room apathetic and depressed with his head drooping low he seemed to attach no importance whatever to the investigations of the doctor his bearing was that of one who feels quite sure of the result the child must be blind he kept repeating better for it too had it never been born the young doctor made no reply but continued his observations in silence at last he laid aside the ophthalmoscope and his calm encouraging voice echoed through the room 
The pupil contracts. The child sees. Peter started and rose instantly to his feet. But although the act gave proof that he heard the doctor's words, the expression of his face showed no comprehension of their significance. Resting his trembling hands upon the window seat, and with his pale face and set features uplifted, he looked like one petrified. Until the present moment, he had been in a state of unusual excitement, apparently unconscious of himself and yet every nerve quivering with expectation the darkness that surrounded him was an actual object which he realized in all its immensity as something apart from himself enveloping him as it were while he strove to gain by an effort of imagination some adequate idea of its relation to himself he threw himself before it as if he would shield his child from that illimitable tossing sea of impenetrable darkness such had been peter's state of mind while the doctor was silently carrying on his preparations he had wavered between hope and fear but now the latter rising to its highest pitch had won entire control of his excited nerves while hope withdrew to the innermost recesses of his heart then came the words the child sees and his feelings underwent a sudden transformation his fears vanished and assurance took the place of hope illuminating the inner world of imagination in which the blind man dwelt like a stroke of lightning it burst upon the darkness of his soul effecting a complete revolution now he knew the meaning of the words sound possessing the attribute of light the doctor's words were like a pillar of fire in his brain. It was as if an electric spark had suddenly kindled in the secret recesses of his soul. Everything vibrated within him, and he himself quivered as a tightly strung cord quivers under a sudden touch. Directly upon this flash, strange shapes rose before those eyes blind from birth. Were these rays of light or sounds? he could not tell they seemed like vivified sounds that had taken the form and the motion of light they were radiant as the firmament and their course was as that of the sun in the heavens above waving to and fro they whispered and rustled like the green step and swayed like the branches of the pensive beech trees and all the time these branches were mysteriously but clearly outlined against the sky the steps stretched far far away the bright blue surface of the river rippled musically some one touched the blind man's hand yes he knows he hears he feels he sees this touch here again come the ray sounds shaping themselves into visible images from his childhood he has known that bright vision so dear to his heart reproduced in his soul with such marvellous fidelity he hears his mother's gentle voice her tender blue eyes rest lovingly and sadly upon his face and somewhere in the depths of his heart the reflection of her gaze faintly glimmers the silvery white hair the clear pure ringing tones of her voice he not only hears he also sees and feels that fondly loved that pure and gentle being 
the embodiment of holy love a young anxious and sympathetic cry his heart beats with passionate excitement can it be that he has never seen her before his friend his wife his best beloved behold she now lies before him distinct and wonderful pain love and alarm may be seen upon her face eyes blue like his mother's and in her voice the scarlet tones of love vivid and intense unlike that of a mother those tones that kindled in his heart the bright flame of passion she has light fair hair he knew of course it must be so he felt it and now he sees it he is conscious with every instinct of his being that she half rises from her bed her eyes dilating to greet his rapture and this a discord the tapping of a crutch a stifled exclamation he reaches out his hands toward the tutor who has devoted his life to him he knows the keen glance the dogged persistency the energetic voice the heavy and ungainly figure that seems to belong to the harsh abrupt tones a succession of discordant sounds against a background of controlled emotions but now again comes the darkness sweeping once more in waves across the blind man's brain and this form loses all distinctness of outline and the other images waver and mingle with the other and all that is left glides down the gigantic radius into utter darkness thus intermingling wavering trembling like the vibrations of a slender wire first high and loud then soft and low these image sounds were hushed at last silence and darkness with certain vague object sounds fantastic of outline yet still striving to rise to the surface peter could not grasp their tones forms or colors but somewhere from the depths he could still hear the resonant modulations of the scale and seemed to see the rows of ivory keys flashing in the darkness as they glided down into space suddenly the sounds began to reach him in their ordinary way it was as if he had just waked and bright and joyous began to press the hands of maxime and of his mother what is it asked his mother in alarm nothing i thought i saw you all i am not sleeping am i and now she asked anxiously do you remember shall you remember the blind man breathed a deep sigh nothing he replied with an effort i shall transmit it all i have already transmitted it to the child the blind man tottered and fell fainting to the floor his face was pale but a gleam of joy and satisfaction still rested upon it end of chapter seven recording by skyasimaru mililani hawaii december two thousand twenty